Hello, all. This is Blonde Haired Girl. I make an assumption, and that is that people who listen to my content on my podcast pay attention to my content on all social media, which I put out content on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. And and I, so I'm always like presuming that you guys are paying attention to all my, 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 uh, platforms, but maybe not. And so I want to share this, but I also wanted to get a little, little more in depth with it anyway. So on Friday, a couple of days ago, I was sitting at my work and I I had put in a request for proposal for a for the International Association of Near Death Experiences NDS <laughs> I A N D S um I don't I can't think of what the S stands for right at the moment I'm sorry um I had put in this proposal. I had put it one in several years ago too. And I had been rejected. <laughs> they had they had um rejected um me and um but and I didn't put one in last year for some reason. I don't know. I just didn't. But this year I did again and I was accepted. And as I'm sitting there reading this thing, because I fully expected it to uh, say the opposite, it said, congratulations, you've been selected to be on a panel. Um, It's a very, very short amount of time, which is going to be, I think, a little challenging for me to shorten it down. I I only have approximately 15 minutes and then they want the rest for question and answer from the audience. Uh, but it doesn't matter because I am thrilled to have this opportunity and this platform uh, to talk about my story. You know, so people are just like, okay, well, what is your story? Well, I have I have shared my story in in my writing. I I wrote a book called uh, Blonde Hair Girl Mystical Summer. And that is probably the most frank and open and honest depiction of that summer. Um, I'm right now working on something, another project that would reiterate and is a lot more in depth Um with everything like before that summer, that summer and then beyond. Um, although I'm leaving a whole lot of that book out of it, (laughs) out of my new book, but, um, I had an experience that I don't know that I really want to get into right in the moment, but people often ask me, like, it's really coming out of a little bit of nowhere, for the people that I have let them know that I was accepted to go to this this international conference on near death 
and spiritually transformative experiences, which is what I had. Um, and, 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 and I, and so people are just like wondering, well, like, like what, you know, because I don't even really share that I do this, that I podcast, that I, uh, do YouTubes, that I, that I put out all of this content. I don't, I don't share that with people a lot of times. I mean, I have a couple of people that I have, but for the most part, I mean, friends that I've been friends with for like years, they don't know. And part of the reason why I don't, there's, there's a few reasons why I, I, in some ways I have preferred to, to keep who I am because actually who I am is a lot more blonde haired girl than the other. Um, and so, but I have like this secret life is blonde haired girl. Like people don't know that I had this, I had an experience um, over the summer of 2018 that I write about in a book that I'm going to be talking about at that conference. And, and it's been a process for me. Um, but let, let me, let me just go back a bit here. Cause I, I, it is absolutely a dream come true for me to have this opportunity. I mean, I, I haven't done a whole lot of promoting or, or marketing. I have put my book, I have sent my book to a few publishers and been either they didn't get back to me at all, or they got back to me with their self-publishing branch, or they have offered me a package for me to pay to, to promote my book or to publish it under their title. And interestingly enough, they contact me several times a year. I get a phone call from all of these places um, wanting to promote this book. And I, and I had this other really strange experience happen where in around this time last year, uh, and I remember verbatim because I was sitting at actually a Thich Nhat Hanh, a Plum Village. I was doing a Plum Village virtual retreat when I got this cold call from this person. And uh, it was, it was like really the oddest thing. And I couldn't tell if it was legitimate or if it wasn't or what was going on with it, but it was so weird. So this um, person had contacted me about, you know, digital marketing and, and publishing my book for a fee, basically. And, and I asked to have a video conference with her and she did, she did a, a zoom with me. She sent me a zoom link and she does this zoom thing. And it was really weird. It was like from a from almost like a closet. 
she was like sitting almost in a closet and she had a like this pretty massive bruise on her face and it was really odd and then she said she was going to send me these packages this and she did she finally did send me um but i just i just i don't know there was something that just wasn't gelling for me and or I just didn't want to appropriate my funds to that right then and and it's not that I'm not open to even brand new companies it's not I mean I'm I'm a pretty open-minded person but I also I don't know um and also sending out I think that this may have been my only request for proposal that I had sent out was to Eins, <laughs> if that's how you say it. I'm not sure if that's how you say it. Um, I put out um, also really wanting to be on different shows. Like I really wanted to be on Coast to Coast. That was one that I was really excited about uh, and, and heard nothing back. I contacted David Ike, uh, mostly because I would just adore having a conversation with him because we had a very similar experience. Um, although I really, I really just have this, like, I really just love him as a person, but I have to say that we have very different focus. Uh, like, and he's been at this for over 30 years, but, but he, he really has a quite different focus than I do. And, and so, but I never heard back from him. Um, (laughs) and so, I, I, so basically what I'm trying to say that I, is that I have, I have done a little bit of poking around and this was part of it was speaking about my story at conferences. This was part of it. I actually, um, was thinking about, um, doing, uh, doing my own, like getting together a conference, a small day little program in the town I live in and inviting people from this town to, you know, and selling tickets and such, um, which is something that I may still consider, but, um, and I also got together with this other YouTuber, which interestingly enough, I have not seen at all. I've not seen this guy at all. So I don't know if he just categorically disappeared, but he he talked on the law of attraction and I and I got with him because he was talking about having a little conference with YouTubers, different people who were on the same subject. And I was really interested in that and he never contacted me. Um, so what I'm trying to say is a lot of the things that I have, that I've like kind of poked at have not come to fruition for one reason or another. Um, part of the, part of it for me has been just making up my mind. Um, although I will tell you that I have, 
um, burn books and book little books, um, like little small little journals filled with my way of working toward having this thing come in my physicality. As in, as in, um, this is one of the tools that I use is a lot of times I would, I would, I would write my day as if it had already happened the day that I wanted to experience as if it had already happened. And part of that was this would be speaking on this subject. So I did not set out to do YouTubes or to write books. I I, I wanted to write books, but I really didn't know what I exactly what I wanted to talk about. Although I have this trilogy and one of them is fully written. The other two is not quite fully written, but I have this whole thing in my head, the exactly what it would like look like and everything. And it may be something that I really, I would like to put out one of these days, but not, it's, it hasn't been my focus for the last five years. And, and so I, I, I do the, I, so I, it sort of just came to me. So I have this experience and then I start doing YouTubes because I knew that something was happening to me and I, I wanted to chronicle it. And to a degree, and I was willing to share some of it, but a lot of it I did not share on my YouTube station. Um, like the real of what had transpired. It was, it was so hard. I, I really want to say that I, I know that Abraham Hicks wants to say it's easy. You know, that everything is easy. Life is easy. Things come to me with ease. You know, this word easy, it just so, because that was not my experience. My experience was that it was really hard. That doesn't mean that it wasn't fulfilling and that it wasn't, but I, it was so hard to wake up in a different paradigm, in a different mindset, and be deemed by everyone in your life as crazy. And even in the writing of my book, you know, I had um, spoken to somebody in my life recently about that. I said, you know, I really feel like, and I was referring to this person. Basically, I didn't word it that way per se, but I was like, I really feel like you have not supported me in my writing. And this person had their, their rebuttal to that. And, and, but there's been no nothing like, and even when this person, cause I had this person, um, read it to do some for, for mistakes and such. And, um, while she gave me that information, she also, I said, well, did you like the book? And she sent all of these emojis 
She didn't say one word. And I knew that part of it was that it wasn't in her belief system. So if if you do not share this belief system, then then this book is not going to resonate with you. It's just going to sound like a like a a psychotic rant. Um <clears throat> But it happened to me. The book is the my the first book that I wrote wrote, Blonde Hair Girl, Mystical Summer. I wrote it because I didn't want to forget. Because I had this feeling that as time went on that I would forget. So I and it doesn't have everything in it, but it has a lot in it of what transpired over that summer. And I, and it was just like okay, I got to get this out. I got to get this down. Um, and it may not be a masterpiece. It may not be the everything I ever wrote, but it is my baby. It is my. It is my story. <clears throat> and so you have to believe in things, you know. And that's been part of the issue with even publishing it because. And I've had publishers say, you need to get this book in the hands of the right person. Like, not everybody, you know, like in the place that I had sent it, I had put it in a writing contest. And I think this may have been something that they wrote on there um, that they... um, that like this isn't the right genre for your book. And so <laughs> but every word of that book is true and and the thing is is that I'm the one who is experiencing it. But this was relating to the fact that also that people in my life during that time thought I was crazy, like family, friends, even my own children uh, were very worried about me. And, and I still live in the same paradigm. It's just that I think it's a few things. One of them is, is that these extreme things are not necessarily happening at, as much per se, although I have had some over the last <laughs> especially a year and a half. It's been pretty wild. Um, but I, I, um, but I've kind of gotten used to it. So, so it's kind of like, okay, so somebody took off. Um, I, I, I have a different shade of glasses this is the only way I know how to describe it. Like a totally different perspective or shade of glasses or something. And then as time goes on, you're, you still have that shade of, of glasses, but you, it just becomes who you are. You just live into the change. But in the beginning, it was pretty extreme. Um, 
or maybe the instances have dialed down, but in some ways they kind of haven't. I, I, I have this like crazy little story that I'm going to insert right here. I just think it's nuts. So there's this girl on, on TikTok who's been putting out the synchronicity fairy thing. And, and, um, she talked about a Viking. Okay. So I'm like keeping my eyes open for a Viking. And then I'm at a, at a meeting and somebody was talking about Spartan wars, you know, and I thought that was interesting, but then it gets even better Then like the next, in the next day, I get this this TikTok and it's about this Viking. It's very interesting. In the insurrection, um, which I'm sorry, I'm I really believe that an actual murderous mob went into the Capitol building in the United States and planned to execute public officials, and that's that's my belief about it. Um, and he was one of those and he was dressed like a Viking. And, um, and I got that the other day and then it happened again. I was listening to one of my favorite, um, she's one of my favorite tarot card readers. I love this woman. Oh my God. She is just magic. And, um, she was talking about how she's been watching Vikings. I mean, like, my God, they're just coming these whole images of the Viking. Um, I haven't done it, uh, duetted the TikTok yet, but I will. Um, and so I've had weird things in, in that have happened is what I'm trying to say that enough to know that yes, the system is rigged. It's totally rigged. It's completely rigged. Um, and, <sighs> because there's there's no other way that that it could work based on on my experiences uh, it's just nuts the stuff that happens so um <laughs> but anyway so 5 years ago i have this thing go down i i lose pretty much everyone in my life and i'm going through this thing categorically alone i'm i'm putting out feelers to like as many people as I can, but nobody relates. And, um, then I get used to kind of used to my aloneness, but I don't, I don't even really share so much on my YouTube station because I just didn't. So I started doing these YouTubes on all kinds of different subjects and, and, um, I mean, related to my material, but kind of some not using my life as an experiment. Okay, so if these principles are true, and then using my life as an experiment. Um, and, and as time has gone on, I mean, I just really, at first, it was, there was no way that I couldn't share because I was, I was so different. And, and I think that my personality was, was my personality, but I wasn't my personality before, if that makes any sense. It was like, it was like, I make the, the analogy that I, you know, those little, like a little tiny little pill and you put it in water and then, and then it expands and then it doesn't even fit in the glass you put it in. 
that's what I feel like happened to me. I expanded to a point where it was blatant. And, and my, especially my mom, I mean, I've never really shared, I shared a little bit in my book, a version of how it went on with my mom. And I, I'm not even going to share how it went down with my mom, but she was very concerned about me and babies was basically babysitting me for a period of time until I just wasn't having it anymore. Um, and <laughs> because my family, especially my mother was very concerned. Um, cause you know, she's acting really weird and I, and I can see their concern. Um, I think I would hope this would be my hope would be that I would have a curiosity if somebody in my family was behaving the way that I was, that I would have a curiosity about what was going on in their life or what was going on, like what's really going on here. Um, and they just presumed that I was basically out of my mind, that I had a psychotic break, that I was crazy, that I was possibly <clears throat> schizophrenic. I mean, I don't know. And, <clears throat> and I was asking, I said, please do not take me to a psych ward because I knew that all they were going to do was drug me up. And so nobody in my family took me to a psych ward and I was incredibly, incredibly grateful for that. Um, that was a good thing. Um, so <clears throat> so part of the reason why it's been so, why I believe that it's, that that was one reason why it was hard was because um and it was so outside of the norm that it was it was going to be kind of a hard sell um and some of the places that i think it, it may not have been as much of a hard sell would have been um like like, I'll just use the example of Hay House. And I love Louise Hay. I, I can't even say, I just adore that woman so much. Um, and I've listened to her story very carefully about how she, how she went from a, you know, a practitioner in the science of mind um, to a publishing house herself. And I'm wondering if they're going to be having the Hay House Summit this this um, May because I, I have to tell you, I attended some of her summits and it saved my life in the past, in the past, past, further past than then um 2018 which was a summer mystical summer um i i was introduced to a lot of different people by her and and she and some that summit the 
this one summer, like I'm, I'm not kidding. It like saved my life. I listened to so many of them and I did whatever they told me to do and to get better. Um, it's a long story I don't even want to get into, but I've been very reluctant because I, I looked up and so there's two different publishing. It's like Balboa Press and then it's um, Hay House. And so you can't even get into Hay House without a, a an agent. They will not accept, they're not accepting any man's manuscripts without an agent, number one. And then number two, um, they, they do have these periodic, um, like you can go to one of their writing things and they have a competition. You can put your writing into a competition, which... Um, somebody that I actually bought this person's book, she's on TikTok and I, I was wondering how her, how she got published and she won that contest and, and got a publishing contract with Hay House. But there's, there's something that felt a little wonky about all of it for me. And uh, so I, I was really reluctant um, to to do Balboa or to, uh, you know, because even even the consciousness where she was and in her consciousness, it's also the people around her. So it wasn't Louise Hay, the reason why you have to have a a an agent to get published under that title. It was it was largely the people around her. <clears throat> and so anyway, which is something that I've actually thought about. I've actually thought about starting a a publishing house myself. Um which which may happen. We'll see. <laughs> um mm, for it's so it is really challenging, even to self-publish. I think there's probably a number of people who are like me, who have self-published and their, and their writing just sits on a shelf, even though it may have, have qualities that are positive and good. It may be well-written. It may be, you know, have meaning in people's lives. It gets nowhere because... Um, it's also in a flood. I mean, an absolute avalanche of, you know, so much saturation and so many other titles. You know, it's it's just crazy. And I would just love to be instrumental in 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 helping people, small people, beginning writers, to be able to to have success. That's what I I would love to do that. But anyway, so, so here's the thing. I, I haven't really, I mean, even though I, I told you all just a minute ago that I, that I have all of these, these journals about, about this talking at a conference, speaking on this subject. And I, I would have never done all of this had I not had that summer. 
had I not had this spiritually transformative experience that changed my life. I wouldn't be doing all of this and, and compelled to do so. It wasn't even that I was, you know, it was like, it was like I had to do that. I had to write the book. I had to put out the YouTubes. I had to continue with my content. I had to podcast. I have to get out this message. It was like, there was no other choice for me. There was no other choice. I I just had to. Um, It was so, it's just so interesting. It was so, my story is so interesting. And, and I, but it also, there were, there's also this, this, you know, because of my experience and it being so truly awful and losing so many people in my life, um, jobs, people in my life. I mean, I, I was in some ways having a hard time functioning in society and I still do. I still have a hard time functioning in society sometimes. Um, but, but it, it is really challenging when people don't believe you. They don't understand you. There, there's not this, this crossover. There's this, it, it is a lack of communication when you are trying to express something or express who you are and someone has no concept. And so it's like they don't know what they're, they're seeing. And, you know, it's just dawning on me right at the moment that that, that is part of the issue. Because I never present myself as an expert. I was told by somebody that a very, very smart individual that I trust to never ex- present myself as an expert in anything ever, even if I know a lot about it. Um, but I, I feel like people oftentimes, they preface everything with, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, and I'm this. I'm a healer. I'm a I'm a this or that. I'm a Reiki master. I'm a blah, you know, I mean, I don't, you know, like their credentials before themselves. And I just, I myself am actually really put off by that, by people presenting themselves in this fashion. Um, and, and so, <clears throat> I, I'm just having this remembrance just right at this moment that I I had gone to a, a conference last year. It was a really spur of the moment thing and I had the best time. It was um in West Palm Beach. There was a consciousness and human evolution conference. And there was this man there. His last name is Ch- Ch- Childs. I'm not sure about his first name. Um and he gave a talk and there was something about this guy and you know and i have to say 
it is it is like pictures are are really but I was so impressed with him and and there was this point where he had gone to the side of the the um the stage and he was like talking to people people were asking him questions and he was answering these questions for them and and he and I was just standing there taking it all in. He was fascinating to me. And yesterday, I found out that he is he he probably will be talking on at this Ein's um a conference. He will probably be there like a keynote, you know, like a big guy. Um cuz he's been doing this for a while. Um <clears throat> And there was just just this really weird recognition or like, I don't know, connection with this guy. I mean, I'm not talking like, I want to make very clear, this wasn't a romantic kind of connection. It was something else. It was a um, soul kind of thing. I don't know. It was just very interesting. And yesterday I was listening to one of the YouTubes about somehow something from something. I don't know how I had gotten onto it and I was listening to it and so much of the things that I'm saying right now or the things that I talk about in my material, they were talking about. Um, which is part of why I'm <laughs> mentioning him right at the moment. Um, but I hope I get to see him there. I mean, that would just be... And I wondered if he had a recognition of me Maybe not. I don't know. Um, I think he would recognize me, though, if he saw me again. Um, even though he saw a lot of people, uh, I think he would recognize me. But so, so this has been part of part of the issue for me. And, and then there's been a whole other layer of just giving up your anonymity, giving up your privacy and like especially I live in a small town that has been a really challenging place for me anyway and I feel like for five years I've been kind of deemed the crazy lady to you know in my community I don't know if that's actually true actually people are really not paying as much attention to us as we think they are but um I mean even people that I felt like were close to me just got away from me um, didn't really want to hang with me anymore. Um, and so it was, it was a very lonely, horrible experience for me in some ways. Um, and nothing that I could avoid. There was nothing I couldn't like undo what had been done. I couldn't unsee what I had seen. I couldn't unlearn what I had learned. I couldn't, couldn't unbe who I was. But I could not share and just go under the radar and just, you know, and so there's been this, you know, balance between maybe not wanting to be recognized in the town I live in. And, and it's like there's this level of exposure that I think people really don't understand. And I don't even know that I understand the magnitude of it but i i don't know that i have any other choice 
I'm on a trajectory and I, and I'm, I have no plans of getting off of it. And the trajectory is that my story will be out and people will know and some people will believe me. Some people. And so it is sort of a dream come true and I'm so excited and I've been having a, a, like my sleeping patterns have been off because I've been waking up and like thinking about what I could do and what I like to do. And I'm just, I'm so incredibly excited for the opportunity and I'm trying to figure out, I, I really wanted to wear this certain thing and I tried it on yesterday and it, it, I mean, I, it's just a little too tight and I feel like I would have to lose like 10 pounds and I'm sitting here and I'm like going, you know, do I really want to put that kind of pressure on myself along with everything else? Because I have to get this. I know it's only 15 minutes, but I have to get this thing because it is, it is imperative that it is, I want this to be spectacular. I want it to be memorable. I want it to be entertaining. I want it to be moving. I want people to be, to be, I don't know, in some ways changed by the experience of hearing my story and the way that I present it. So I, so yesterday I was thinking about a couple of things. One of them was I was, um, I ran into this thing on TikTok about this guy who um, really analyzes TED Talks and was giving um, suggestions. And so I was listening to his material very carefully and and going through every one of them or writing notes. Um, but I also, there is someone who I would aspire to emulate, not necessarily the material, this particular person's material, that's not, it's not the material, it's the presentation. And so, and so as, as closely as I could, it's like, I have, I have, I have an example that is an an excellent example that if I just, um, if I just stick with what I've learned from this person, then I will be good to go. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, I'm I'm just so excited. It is. It's like a dream come true. And I and I I my my belief is that more are coming. Um that I will be presenting at at things and I, you know, and I'm I'm really so excited. Um and then I was also hoping that maybe my next work i'm 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 in the middle of a writing and not in the middle i'm in the beginning probably the first fourth maybe that i've written it's going to be considerably longer than anything else i've ever written and um i was hoping to have that done in 3 months because it's going to take me another 3 months to edit it format it and get it you know, the, where I would want to, and I'd like to take like 200 copies of that to that conference. Um, that's my goal. We'll see how it goes. But anyway, I just, I want to tell you how much I appreciate you, um, for taking the time to listen. 
I'll be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.